This is episode 15 of the Rise Up Podcast. We're a morning radio show hosted by Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life, a network of stations across New York and Pennsylvania. Our podcast is a weekly conversation that will help you think and grow in your faith. If you haven't already, subscribe today so you don't miss a single episode and find out more about our show at familylife.org. It's okay. You can go back to bed in about 16 hours. In the meantime, thanks for listening to Rise Up on Family Life. Okay, Steve, who's going to say it to us? Should we both say it together? I think so. I think so. Here we go. One, two, three. Happy Mother's Day, Therese. You guys are so sweet. I can't wait until Father's Day comes when I can reciprocate that. In unison, (laughs) yourself. (laughs) Yeah, you by yourself. Obviously, Mom, we're honoring Mom and talking about Mother's Day and our mothers and what role our moms had in our life, too. Yeah, I, I, well... I almost said, I don't know where I'd be without my mom. Um, <laughs> your mom is newsflash. pretty amazing. I've had well, the joy of meeting your mother. And yes, she's one of my favorite yes, people. Yes, so. <laughs> you have. And that's like, there's some of those those combinations that just make you happy to know that they exist. It's like my mom and Teresa. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I mean, well, where would any of us be without our moms? Answer is not here mm-hmm. for one thing. But also just on such a a level even greater than the fact that they gave birth to us, which is a miracle, is the way in which in some of our lives, a mom can be, well, not just a physical mother, but a spiritual mother as well. In my own life, that's what I'm so thankful for. On both sides of my family, there's a heritage of faith, and I'm grateful for that. But especially in my own childhood growing up, my mom was such a presence in building into my faith, cultivating that from a young age. She taught at the Christian school where I was also a student. So it's like you have mom at home, mom in the car, mom in the classroom. It's like being homeschooled, except (laughs) you get to get out and go to school and have gym class and stuff too. (laughs) But so those, those, what I, if I'm thinking about what was one of the most formative things for me is those drives to school where you are in the car and you got those tough questions about faith and you've got those Bible verses we were memorizing together and prayer times that we were having together. I'll never, ever forget that. And I will never cease to be so grateful that I had that opportunity growing up. And it just, maybe it's because it's my name in the Bible and it makes me excited. But I always think of this when I when I thank God for the women, specifically my mother and her mother, who God has used to bring a heritage of faith into our family. The Apostle Paul's writing to his protege Timothy in 2 Timothy 1.5, and he says this to him, I am reminded of your sincere faith, a faith that dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and now I am sure dwells in you as well. And I read that and I think of the family tree of the family of God in my family, and I think of that almost as saying a faith that dwelt first in your grandmother Jeanette. And your mother, Pam, and now I am sure dwells in you as well. That is what I'm so thankful for this Mother's Day. Great. He picks the book of Timothy. He picks the book of Timothy. Of te- of, you know, not a book of Stephen. I know there is I'm not. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but when I that is a sweet, sweet story. First thing that's I think sweet. of, Mom, is Stephen. You know, that's what if I was <laughs> if I was ever doing anything wrong, uh, which would happen occasionally. Uh, just occasionally. That's what, that, that's what would happen. But to, you know, with with all that, I think of just the support, unending support, no matter what. I have a brother and a sister, and and mom would be supportive and interested, mm. just like interested, and no matter what our 
things were outside of, you know, just the home. So we had varied interests and she was just as interested in, in mine as my brother and my sister. And, and so, yeah. and then I think you don't really realize as much and uh, until you're a little older, how much mom did mm. around the house. It's not till you sure. become an adult yourself, mm. uh, all that. And I think of patience uh, through the love, the patience. <laughs> and the reason I say patience is that she was slow to anger, despite when every once in a while when you, she would say, Steve, <laughs> um, we'd be at the dinner table uh, and now this is like growing up my brother probably and my sister in high school me and like junior high that kind of thing and my mom wore glasses and we'd be sitting around for the, the family dinner and, and quietly one of us and we would take turns doing this we would put our fingers in the butter and then walk behind her, go to the kitchen, come behind her, no. and then to rub her glasses with oh, the butter. No. And she would be sli- she that. would just take that, knowing that we were having fun <laughs> as kids. Uh, but awful. I, it's well, I mean, it's it's kind of <laughs> that is, those... as a glasses wearer. That is, oh, I, I cannot. Oh, I, mean, oh, I wore Steven. glasses too. I understand. There she, Steven. Steven, Steven. There it is. Steven. See, it just brings it out of moms everywhere. <laughs> That's right. But anyway, I just think how she took it in good fashion. Mm. She was a good sport. Put up with the three of us and love my dad. And so it just it's it brings a smile to my face when mm. when I think of my mom. You know, I think it's interesting that the relationship with mothers and sons is a little bit different than the relationships with mothers and mm-hmm. daughters. Mm-hmm. And in fact, now that one of my girls is engaged, one of the things I'm enjoying is having this future son-in-law, you know, because I think that's a different relationship than you have with your daughters uh, as a mom. And so my mom and I didn't quite have that same relationship that the two of you speak of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> First of all, I don't think it was easy being my mom when we were, you know, kind of roughing it on our own. She was a single parent and mm-hmm. sometimes she would work second and third shift at the Smith Corona factory and uh, decided she wanted to go back to school and get a degree and was doing all that while she was working and wow. then mm-hmm. managing me as I'm sure you can imagine was not a walk in the park, okay? I was everything that you dread about a teenage daughter. <laughs> and my mom would say this phrase that to this day crawls under my skin. And there is no time that it bothers me more than when I hear the words fall out of my own mouth, <laughs> okay? Because now I say the thing that made me so crazy as a kid. Every time I was facing a trial or a frustration or something that was difficult, she would say, this too shall pass. Mm. Oh. And I would be like, that was not designed to make me feel better that was designed to build some perseverance in me Mm -hmm. you know and to let me know hey kid life's not always easy hey sometimes you're gonna have to go through some struggles hey and you know i wasn't raised in a christian home in fact i got saved before my mom did and it kind of is interesting to look back now at what that taught me about the Christian walk, which, Mm. hey, kid, sometimes it's hard. Hey, kid, sometimes you're going to struggle. But hey, your heavenly father did all of those things when he came to earth as Jesus. And so when I think about this too shall pass, (laughs) there's a couple scriptures that come to my mind. First is my life verse, which is Hebrews 6.15. And it's this account of Abraham. And it said, after he had patiently endured, he received the promise. And sometimes 
patiently enduring is what we have to do when we're struggling. And then I fixate on that word pass. And it reminds me of a scripture in Revelation 21 verse 4 that says, he'll wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away. And so you know what? My mom was right. At some point, this too shall pass. And if you know Jesus, this too shall pass will mean an eternity with our Savior where we don't have struggles, where we don't have pain, where we don't have trials, where things aren't hard, where we don't feel like we're banging our head up against a brick wall every single day, where all we can do is bask in the glory of the perfect risen Savior, Jesus. And I cannot wait mm. until this too has passed. Mm -hmm. It's Steve, Therese, and Tim, helping you to rise up on family life. A friend you can turn to. Me? Apologize? Ugh, I will if they will. No, no, because but they said... No, no, I see, I was only... Okay, when you're doing that in your head, you know, it's only a matter of time before you realize, yeah, I need to say sorry. Are you delaying saying sorry because it's not fun? It isn't fun, but maybe we could make it a game. Maybe we could make it a race. I loved what I read this pastor and his wife do after they've had an argument, a spat or something. They realize those words have been said that shouldn't have been said. They look at each other and they say, race you to the throne. That's <laughs> God's throne, of course, ah. in prayer. Because the health of our human relationships, it doesn't stop at earth. God needs to get involved too. Mm. When things have been said that shouldn't have been, reconciliation needs to happen. It's a threefold conversation. It's you, it's the other person, but yeah, you've got to make it right together in prayer whenever possible. Not just for spouses, it goes for your Christian friends or roommate as well. Don't let the sun set on another argument. There's no time for that. Race with them to the throne. They're morning people because they love mornings and people. It's Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. I feel like I'm there. <laughs> the undeniable sound of the lightsaber, the Jedi weapon of choice. It is a laser sword. It can deflect other lasers, and it can slice through doorways. Mm -hmm. It probably mm -hmm. does really good with butter, too, I'm thinking. Just like oh, right through. How right handy through. is that? <laughs> what is not to love about the lightsaber? Did you know you have a weapon that is more powerful than the lightsaber on this May 4th. It is the Bible. Ooh, it is known as the sword of the spirit. It is living and active. It can cut between joints and marrow. It can reveal what is in your heart. And like a Jedi, you should always have your weapon at the ready. That is why it's so important to memorize scripture, because you never know when God is going to send you into battle for his empire. <laughs> May the 4th be with you. Boy, I feel like I'm right there. <laughs> we might not know what God has planned for today, but we're going to face it together. This is Rise Up on Family Life. You don't want to be going like 50 in a 35. Slow down. Oh, no, no, Ooh, no, no, no. You look down. To, yeah. Matt's pretty fast. Uh, imagine going 52 miles an hour <laughs> on a skateboard. Oh, boy. Oh! 
What? Wow. I think of the Rise Up Morning Show, the uh, the one of the three of us that would be most likely to be even on a skateboard. Sure. <laughs> would have to be Tim, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely <laughs> you not a skateboard it. guy? Uh, right. Yeah, I've, I've dabbled. I've had my days. I've dabbled <laughs> in my Can day. you do like where you flip it up on like the, yeah. like oh, the no. rail and oh, go down? No, no, no. Oh, no, Go no, up no. and down stairs? Mm-mm. No, Can no. You do I where dabble. You put Dabble. Can you, dabble. Can you do where you put two feet on it and just go in a straight line? I think that's what I call dabbling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would barely put two feet on it, but yes, a world record, 52 miles an hour, almost 53 miles an hour. But this wow. was team, team skateboarding where what? you have to hold on to each other and you go downhill. It's oh. downhill at 52 miles an hour. I'm more of the either uphill uh, skateboard guy or... <laughs> I would, I, I would actually prefer the stationary, uh, the stationary skateboard. That's not even dabbling. That's not even. Can you, you're Steve with the uphill skateboard. He's not going anywhere. Perfect. Feel free to stick around a while. We love it when you're here. This is Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. Space, space Day? You didn't forget. I know you didn't forget Space Day. I know you didn't oh, forget National Space, space Day. Day. That's, that's bigger than International Tuba Day for you. <gasps> wow, yeah. It's the first Friday in May. It's out of this world. Oh, every time. It's a day to look up uh-huh. and wonder yeah. instead of look down and worry. Oh. It's a day to write your local Astronomical Society representative mm-hmm. to petition for Pluto's recognition as a planet. No, no, no. Oh, I think it is. Planet. Most of all, it's a yeah. day to consider the heavens, that the moon and the stars are the work of God's fingers, and so are you. That's National Space Day to me. Okay, I've given the introduction, so I don't mind going last, guys, in the gift exchange. I'll let you start. Uh Uh, Uh-huh. I have a gift for you. Oh, goody. Yeah? It's it's a gift of a a joke. Oh, Oh, I'll take it. All right, go ahead. Why didn't the son go to college? Why didn't the son go to college? Uh, Because it already had like a million degrees. Oh, yeah. Space day, Tim. I I have a gift for you. Oh, boy. Wait, do you know what sound a tuba makes in space? What? There isn't sound no in space. No sound, and that's the best thing about space. Day. I'm not playing in this place. There's no atmosphere. No atmosphere. <laughs> May the blessings of the Lord be with you in all that you do today. This is Rise Up on Family Life.